Welcome to the Million Praying Moms podcast. I'm your host, Brooke McLaughlin, an author, speaker, teacher, and prayer who is passionate about helping women like you make prayer their first and best response to the challenges of motherhood. A small town girl from the mountains of Appalachia, I've made prayer my game plan for all of life. Over the years, I've had the privilege of encouraging countless moms toward a richer prayer life, helping them catch a vision for the partnership God invites them into as they become praying moms. If you wonder how you'll equip your children for this world and all it throws at them, if you have questions about prayer and don't know where to turn for answers, if you need help knowing how to pray through specific issues or seasons, you are in the right place. Prayer really is the most important but most overlooked part of Christian parenting today. Let's change that starting right now and impact generations to come. Hey there, friends. I really hope you've enjoyed this special podcast season called Real Moms, Real Challenges, Real Prayer, and that you've heard your story reflected in them. In case you're tuning in for the first time, we've spent the last six weeks listening to a series of Instagram interviews that were first recorded this past summer called Praying Mom Live. These were real stories. I really wanted to share them with you because they were so authentic and good, and I hope that you might be encouraged in your own prayer life because of what these women share. This interview is the last one in the series, and if you like it, I encourage you to go back and listen to them all. In today's episode, I'm chatting with someone who has inspired me as a writer since I first started in the craft. I had the privilege of hearing Mary Demuth speak for the first time at the She Speaks conference well over 10 years ago now, and she shared truths at that conference about writing that have stuck with me for years. As the Lord brought me opportunities to get published, Mary and I spoke more often, and she continues to be someone I think of as a mentor. She's a prolific writer and has so much to share. Mary is a wife, mom, speaker, writer, literary agent, and author of so many books, I've lost count. She's a busy lady. She's also a sexual abuse survivor, a former church planter, and she hosts the Pray Every Day podcast, which I highly recommend. Her newest book, The Most Misunderstood Women of the Bible, just released, and I promise you're going to want to read it. You can find a link in our show notes at millionprayingmoms.com. In this episode, be prepared to get yourself some sound biblical teaching on what actually happens when you pray. And unlike some of our other guests in the series, Mary did not grow up in the church. If that's your story, or if you grew up in a home that lacked a culture of prayer, you're going to want to listen to this episode. Tune in now as we get real. Everybody, we have Mary Demuth. Would you take just a second for those who may not know who you are or what you do and tell them a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I am a mom of three adult kids. I am an author of a bunch of books and (laughs) (laughs) I uh, am an artist, a podcaster. I have a podcast called Pray Every Day and um, basically it's a 365 day podcast where I pray every day for you. Um, And I'm a literary agent. So I wear a lot of hats. Um, The reason I do that is that you can't make a living as a writer. So you can do a lot of different things. I know you understand that. I do. (laughs) I think a funny story, um, two funny stories. One, I sent out an email this morning, letting people know that we were going to do this. And my, in my description of you, I think I referred to you as the author of more books than I could count. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of them out there and they're all good. Um, Another funny story is that when we moved back home, 
we started attending a life group that our pastor was leading. And this pastor had been a friend of ours in high school Mm. and had kind of radically come to Christ maybe 12 or 13 years ago. And so it was really fun to be with him. But we were talking one, one day in home group about like, what he wanted to do and and his life. And he said, I think I'll just be like Brooke and get paid a lot of money to write books. And I was like, like, you know, I don't know if I bank your living on that. There's a few people that make a living like the JK Rowling's of the world, but the rest of us are just eking out. Yes, exactly. But we, we, that's not why we do it. I know, but it's like a a misconception, I think sometimes about, about writers that we're rolling in the dough. So anyways, thanks for making me laugh right off the the bat today. That's good. Well, Mary, I'm, uh, I'm thrilled to get to talk to you this morning. Um, I do want to encourage everybody. If you love podcasts, go and, and subscribe to Mary's because it really is a fantastic way to train yourself both in your knowledge of the scriptures and in just developing a, a habit of prayer. It's it's just been a, a blessing in my own life. And I highly recommend it. it's really short as well. So like you don't have to, I've, I've been listening to another podcast that each episode is like two hours long. And so yeah. it takes me a week to get through or maybe longer to get through one episode. That's not what this is. So if, you, if you're that mom that really needs something quick, this is what you need to, to go and listen to. So um, Mary, I wanted to have you on today because I've been trying to have this conversation with uh, other women that is kind of like this popular thing that you see on Instagram right now, where uh, you see a picture of how it started versus how it's going now, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of the framework from which I want to talk about your prayer life. I would love for you to take just a second and tell, or really more than just a second, and tell Mm -hmm. our listeners right now the story of your prayer life. How did it start and how is it going now? How has it changed and developed over the years? Well, I think, you know, I grew, I did not grow up in the church. And so I didn't have this like aesthetic of prayer. I didn't even know what it was. I, mm-hmm. When I met Jesus, I didn't know what prayer was. And yeah. so my prayer life was just kind of writing things down sometimes and just talking very conversationally. So I've always had a pretty honest and conversational tone with the Lord. Um, I would say that during college, it was that time of healing prayer where I was sharing my heart and sharing a part of my story with my friends and we all gathered together and we prayed together and that really informed, I saw God heal me in tremendous ways. And so that kind of reminded me of the power of prayer. Then when I had little kids, when I got married and I had little kids, it was more like, help, I'm tired. (laughs) All I do is cry. (laughs) Yes. I mean, it was just these one word kind of grunt prayers where the Holy Spirit had to intercede with words (laughs) because I didn't have any, um, and then as a as a writer and a speaker, uh, I have seen just the power of prayer in preparing a message and as well as just praying for others. And I've really seen prayer lately more as a ministry of being responsive to the Holy Spirit in the moment. Um, and then I also feel like um, it's been really good for me every day to just physically get on my knees And I mean, it doesn't happen every day, but most days it happens where I physically just get down next to my bed and I, I have that position Mm -hmm. of humility and just lay it out to the Lord. I also still write my prayers quite a bit and my journals then become this really nice 
you know, way to record how God answers prayer. One thing that we did, I think that was a good idea as a mom with younger kids is we had a giant, I went to like a supply store for, for schools and we had this giant chalkboard and we divided it into three sections. One section was a date. The middle section was the prayer request and the right-hand section was the date and the answer to the prayer that God had answered. And it was just a really practical kind of, you know, rudimentary way of showing our kids that prayer does matter and God does answer it. Yeah, that is so fantastic. I do think children in particular, but really all of us need a visual reminder sometimes mm-hmm. of what God has done. Um, because we, when we get in the moment when we're frustrated or overwhelmed or stressed out, it can be hard to see that. It's it's almost like we're clouded. Our vision is clouded by what's right in front of us. And we we need to pause and reflect on what God has done. So there's a couple of things that I really like about the story that you just told. And I want to dig in just a little bit on those. The first is that you said when your kids were born, you said that you you prayed like little grunt prayers. And I can really relate to that because that's very much how the deepening of my prayer life started. Like I, I, I was raised in the church and I knew about prayer and I, you know, but when, when I had kids, there were a lot of those just simple, like help me Jesus prayers or mm-hmm. come Lord Jesus prayers, you know, right now. And it's really, I think it's really neat that you said, or a good reminder that you said that when you did that, you didn't necessarily always know what to pray, but the Holy Spirit was praying. Jesus was praying, interceding for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great reminder to moms who would say, I don't know what to pray, or I'm not a hundred percent sure that these little grunt prayers really mean all that much. Like what you just said is a important scriptural truth that even when we don't know what to pray, or even if our prayers are not these long drawn out prayers, or, you know, maybe they don't sound all that sophisticated or intelligent in the moment, that there is a work of Jesus being done on our behalf that transcends that, that is bigger than that. So I wondered if you'd speak to that just for a second, because I think that's really important for women to hear that you don't always have to have the right words. And I'm so grateful for that. I mean, the Holy Spirit intercedes with groans too deep for words. So, and, and we also can be assured that Jesus is at the right hand of the Father right now, interceding for us as we speak. And so if you are in that dark place of, I don't even know what to pray. Um, I don't even know what to say. Um, he already knows. And I, I have a story about that, that, that is really interesting. So when I was a new mom, I was very insecure about parenting. Um, I did. I just felt like I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have a very good example growing up. My example was abandonment, so there was just nothing there. And so my my um, parenting strategy was just get on my knees and cry a lot. And uh, but there was inside of me there was this this thing that never got prayed, but was there and the Lord knew. And it was that I wanted to know, or I wanted my children to know that I loved them, but I had never iterated it to the Lord. It was just this like heavy weight of having grown up, not knowing I was loved. It was like, I just need to know they know that. And of course I would, in order to make that happen, I would chase them around and kiss them all the time. (laughs) I love you. I love you. you." I'm sure I drove my kids crazy. Anyway, I had someone come visit me when I had like really young kids and she was just a friend of mine and she stayed with our family for a couple of days. And at the end of the day, end of our time there, she said, I just need you to look at me. 
I was like, okay, whatever. And she said, no, I feel like God has something he wants to tell you. And I was bracing as the kind of person I am, I was bracing for some sort of like rebuke. And she said, your children know that you love them. Mm. And I just wept. And it was a, it was this like feeling of God had answered a prayer. I hadn't even asked, but he knew that it was the longing of my heart. Yeah. That is so beautiful. That is really just a gorgeous story about how God does that for us. He really does know what our desires and what, like, I just got through kind of writing out a little something um, that I'm going to be sharing for our Patreon supporters next month that talks about what to do when your life doesn't necessarily look like you thought it would, or Mm. like this thing that you're living right now is not necessarily what you dreamed it would be. And I think there can be a temptation to get mad at God or to feel like, you know, we have to overdo it in some ways, but God really does see our hearts. He really does know what the desires of our hearts are. He knows what's important to us. And I think it's so, it's so refreshing to hear your story because it reminds me that God, it's not just that he knows your heart. It's that he speaks the language of your heart. He created your heart. He knows how to speak to you in, in a way that gives you what you need and, and reassures you. And he can do that for all of us. That is such a, just a beautiful story. The other piece of this that I, I hadn't thought of when I invited you to be a part of this, but I, I know because I know a little bit of your story over the years, it just hadn't occurred to me until you said it, is that most everyone else that I've talked to over the summer in these kind of Instagram lives were raised in the church. You were not raised in the church. And so I would love if you could speak to that mom who's listening, that woman who's listening right now for just a second who was not raised in the church and did not have examples of a vibrant prayer life. And, and in fact, maybe didn't even have any idea what prayer was and felt weird about it in some way, like speaking to someone who wasn't there, talk to her and give her some assurance and and maybe some inspiration as she's trying to figure this out. I actually think in a weird way, it's a benefit. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times we need to have that attitude of gratitude and just be grateful for what we did have because I didn't have any knowledge of Christianese or prayer, anything like that. I came to it pretty pure. Mm -hmm. And you know, when, when my campaigner group leader said prayer is talking to God, I was like, Oh, okay, that's what that is. All right, Mm -hmm. I'll do it. But I know that there can be some insecurity, particularly like if you weren't raised in the church and now you're suddenly in a mom's Bible study and they're like, okay, voice your prayer out loud. And you feel mm-hmm. kind of, whoa, yeah. yeah, like that's really a lot to do. Um, but here's the thing. We're, we're really not in this for what our reputation looks like, or this is about sincerity and about just saying what's on your heart. I'm in pray every day right now. I'm reading through the book of Job. And it is a really good lesson of telling God everything that's on your mind, even if it's like, even if you don't filter it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Job did not filter it. He just let God have it. And, and he was still loved and he was blessed at the end of his life. He started that process by hearing God and he ended it by seeing God. And so telling God what's on your heart is just the normative of scripture. And it's okay if you feel insecure about it. Um, God is not, there's no rating scale about it. He just welcomes your words because he welcomes you. Yeah, that's so beautiful. One of the, one of the things that helped me a lot as I was trying to um, 
figure out my own prayer life and 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 what that looked like and find the right words for prayer was listening to other people, other women in specific pray, having uh, God giving gave me certain women that um, were just beautiful prayers. And I was able to listen to them and incorporate some of the words and phrases and things that they and feeling and tone of their prayers into my own prayers. And it really taught me the language of prayer. And that's another reason I would really highly recommend Mary's um, podcast is if you are that that woman who uh, was not raised in the church or, or maybe you were raised in the church, but there just wasn't a culture of prayer in your home where you didn't have an example. Mary is actually praying for you on this. So it gives you that you know, that example, that mentor, so to speak, so that you can kind of figure out what it's supposed to sound like. And the cool thing is that as God brings other people into your life, your own prayers will end up being some kind of conglomeration of, of everybody. You'll, you'll mm-hmm. be influenced by several different people and what you, uh, what you come up with. So I love that. That's such a great story. I would love it if you could share one tip for growing your prayer life that has really worked for you over the years. Something, just a little tidbit that the the women listening right now can take away and put into practice. I do think that it's writing them down mm-hmm. um, and just whether it's just a list of these are the things on my mind and the things that are bothering me, or if it's a written out prayer, dear Jesus, this is what I'm praying today. And these are the words I'm saying. Right. Um, I, it's just so tangible and practical. Yeah. And, and yeah, be a part of other people's prayers as well. Like, just like you mentioned, just to pay attention to how other people do that and, and begin to see the beauty of each individual prayer mm-hmm. um, and take it into your heart and life as well. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm, definitely in the prayer journal camp. Um, I really love and have found something so nice to grab onto. You know, prayer can often feel elusive. It can often feel like, is this going anywhere? Is is there anyone that's actually hearing me right now? You know, sometimes you feel God's presence and sometimes you don't when you're praying. It isn't just a matter of feeling. It, you know, sometimes it's a matter of walking, walking in obedience and that kind of thing. But for me, writing down my prayers, prayer journaling um, gives me something I can hold on to. And for those who maybe have struggled feeling like, prayer is too out there for them, prayer is like, it's just not something they can chew on, then I have found that writing them down that way really helps. So I love that tip. And it's one that I would recommend as well. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of Million Praying Moms. You can connect with other praying women by following us on Instagram at Million Praying Moms, or by visiting our website where you'll find tools to guide you as a praying mom like our monthly scripture-inspired prayer calendars. Yours for only $5 a month when you become a patron of Million Praying Moms. If you love this podcast and want to be a part of making sure it sticks around and reaches other moms with the message that prayer is not a last resort, but the first and best response to motherhood, consider joining our Patreon family. There are options for everyone, including our $5 a month prayer calendar option, perfect for both the beginner and seasoned praying mom who wants to pray God's word for her children. Depending upon your needs, you can get access to our classes, courses, podcast scripts, 
discussion questions for each podcast, and even vote on certain aspects related to the ministry of Million Praying Moths. And I also have a free gift for you too. Download your free copy of my resource, How to Pray God's Word for Your Children, when you subscribe to the podcast. It's a step-by-step guide for how to get started praying the scriptures for yourself and your family. If you love this podcast, would you help us reach more moms with our message by leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts? We sure would appreciate it. Find all the links you need at millionprayingmoms.com. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for working everything out for my good. Help me trust in your perfect plan. Amen. Father, thank you for loving and caring for me. With Christian prayer meditation, you can pray along to prayers based on specific topics. Go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Christian prayer meditation. You can also download the Abide app for biblical meditations at abide.com. Dot com.